Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster of Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. Yeah. Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> So what you're saying is we'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it yes, in post. We'll fix it in post. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast, episode, episode one. one. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic, And we just watched... Batman the, the movie. movie. Now, we should probably go back over the rules yeah, a yeah. little bit. A little bit. Episode one, we started with Casey's number one hero, Batman, his first theatrical appearance. Not a random selection, very intentional. We have just watched the movie. Literally. We watched it on... Uh, we, well, we were going to watch it on Netflix, but... Plan B. I checked days ago to see if it was still there and it just disappeared much like batman off the roof hashtag preparation oh and uh, along with reviewing this movie we're gonna partake in a tasty beverage we do have a beverage mm -hmm. we you know we were working watching the movie was work i'm considering this enjoyment so we didn't drink on the clock i won't tell you whether or not i would have needed to we'll get to that uh, this evening, our beverage is Local 315 Brewing Company's Punch, mm -hmm. a New England-style IPA with a little bit of citrus finish. So, Casey, our inaugural debut. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. People who aren't in Syracuse, I feel sad that you won't be able to drink this because it's delicious. Local 315, big favorite. <laughs> All right. So we should go back. Let's go back. So the rules that we have set up right. for this. Right. We're not going at this willy-nilly. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, So no, no. what I have written down, just so people can play along at home, most valuable player, so who we thought was the best at what they were doing in the film. Yep. Our favorite character, best scene, mm -hmm. actor having the most fun, which can sometimes be different. Now, Todd, you've dipped your toe into yes. theater here. Yes. And you have probably learned from your wife... Who has who has cannonballed into theater right. uh, with great success? I might add that when you go see a show, the it's a shitty show. You know, we'll, right. our first swear of the thing will be right. that it's a shitty show. You're going to hear more of that. Oh yes! <laughs> if you didn't listen to the commercial, go back. That's right. <laughs> with a show that's not great, you're like, hey, you look like you're having a lot of fun up there. You were so in that. We're not doing that. No. This is actually someone who is just joyously having the best time that they possibly can doing this movie or this performance. <laughs>
a scene we'd like to cut. <laughs> it's a gross one um, for this one. And then the last thing is we're going to go by scores. Rotten Tomato yeah. does a grading score. Of sure. So fresh. we'll say we'll say where it is at the end, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll describe. I think we'll uh, in generalities. We could say where ours is. Okay. Oh, excuse oh. me. Well, we can say where theirs is. Oh, I got a lot of editing to yeah. do on this one already. No, this is organic. This is <laughs> like a fern. This is organic, like a fern. This is how we're going to operate. That's a dying fern. And then at the end of our review of the movie, mm-hmm. that's when we'll do our score, got how it. it goes. So Rotten Tomato score for this movie. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll yeah, do- and then, we'll- then we can fix it in post, put it wherever the okay. fuck we want. Okay. All right. Second swear. Second- by me. Nice. Nice. Boom. No mic drops. We don't have sponsors yet. We don't have the sponsors. We are not dropping any mics. If anyone would like to sponsor us, we're ready. So the Rotten Tomato score for this film, Todd, is a 80%. Now that would put it at a B or we'll say, B minus. Well, that's, a, that's a B minus range. That's a, that's, but, you know, that, save it for the end, how we feel yeah, about that that's, score. That's a B minus. You've got to listen to the end to figure out what we think of the movie. Now, I think it's also fair to point out that this podcast is organic, like ourselves, and I expect it will evolve over time, so I think we're starting with this approach. And I if think people hate it. Send us letters. Like, yes. Like Cap. Tony, I'm glad you're back at the compound. Send us like Mr. America. Or an email. Mr. He's not a captain I, right he, now. Show him our res- cards. A little respect, please. <laughs> Cap- <laughs> captain is the least we can do is get, treat the man with a little respect. Steve. He's not who we're here to talk about. No, we're here to talk about Bruce. Let's set the stage with this movie. So not what's happening in the movie, but making the movie where it is. So 1966, the first season of the Batman TV series, the iconic Adam West, Mm -hmm. has ended. William Dozier, who is the producer of the TV show, wants to do this movie. They make the movie for about $1.4 million. Holy shit. That's a lot of money in 66. It is. It is. It grossed $3 million in theaters. That's as of February 67, I'm seeing. Wow. Um, rentals, it makes $1.7 million. Wonder where they snapped the line. I mean, they got our three ninety nine tonight. <laughs> so $1.7 million. Very interestingly, the first, as I'm sure you know, the first full-length theatrical release of a Batman show, right? So There were the um, serials. Sure. And then the TV show, which had... So I'm not the world's biggest Batman fan. This is true. In terms of 66 leading up to the TV show, where's that sitting in Batman? Is He's he's not the character he is today. No, no. No, no. No, definitely not. He is not the angry... Uh, paranoid? Yeah, he's paranoid now. He is straight up crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he's the goddamn Batman now. So at this point, there had been two different serials with two different actors, and I can't remember their names. Look them up. It's pretty interesting. So they'd only done those. They decided that they needed to make Batman more kid-friendly. So they did this show, and that Robin had been introduced about a decade earlier. And interestingly, Adam West agreed to do the movie only if he was given more time as Bruce Wayne, which we see in the plot that we'll discuss shortly. I'll, I'll show my hand. Shortly. Wish there hadn't been so much Bruce. There's a lot of Bruce. So as I started poking around to, to learn a little bit more about the movie, the production itself, mm-hmm. I was really surprised. William Dozier, the producer, mm-hmm. TV show, then the movie, also famously the producer of The Green Hornet. You yep. referenced a crossover that occurred between TV shows. I might misremember that, okay. that there was supposed to be and that it didn't happen and it might have happened only in the continuation Batman 66 comic that Got is it. currently uh, coming to an end, I believe. Okay. But. 
ran for a couple of years. Now, William Dozier, mm-hmm. his producer, also is uncredited, but the voice of the narrator from yeah, the TV series, I right? Love that. That, I, that, that wonderful voice. <laughs> and in the movie we just saw, the voice of the computer. Status report. So he, he was the voice he, of the back. So. And I think he was on the show, too. I think he was as well. And interestingly, as we talked earlier, the co-creator of the character Barbara Gordon, yes. not who does not appear in the in the show, so she must have been season, season three. two. Oh, three. Okay. Three, it was a pitch to keep the show on the air. Got it. And three would be the final season. So. Sadly, yes. Uh, okay. A little history lesson real quick. So sure. it got canceled by ABC. NBC was going to pick it up, but in the time that they were negotiating whether it was going to be moved to the other network, they had torn down all the sets. So NBC walked away from the deal saying, uh, we don't want to rebuild these sets. We thought mm-hmm. we could just continue with them. So because some dum-dum took all the sets down, we didn't get further seasons of the show. They were gung-ho to continue the show. The amount of times that studios' involvement in destroying something, ruining something later, is astounding mind-boggling even clearly we're not uh, we're not going to be picked up as uh, uh by any mates. well i don't think abc or nbc does podcasts. so that's off the table yeah okay all right last piece that I oh yes. was super cool last okay. piece so lorenzo semple jr he's a mm. writer from the tv series mm-hmm. writes the script for the movie he's got some interesting credits in the movie business he wrote screenplays for three days of the condor holy shit the 1976 king kong and, wow and my Favorite Flash Gordon. Uh, <laughs> he's I'm a, not gonna do it. Good for you. Um, He'll save every one of us. Okay. No, that's so making that's so making on. That's I think that's our charm. <laughs> All right, so I think we've set the stage. We have it's interesting if you think about it, though. So imagine a TV series having a single season and then announcing, "Hey, we're going to make a movie from that thing you just watched on TV." Because that's essentially what happens. So in this case, we've got a single season of Batman on TV and then a movie. Yes, I, I see what you're saying. So we've got this movie. We're going to start at the beginning and work our way through the whole grudgingly through thing. the end. Okay. So the opening of the movie. Let's just talk about the fact that in the first two minutes of the movie, if oh, even that, we hit the ground running. Batmobile comes charging out of the Batcave. They end up at an airport. They're on a fucking Batcopter. What's happening? Who knows? Who cares? It's <laughs> Who cares? Batman. Yes, that's usually my reaction. It's the four-minute mark where we oh, see four. the Batcopter. Um, and that's with a long intro. Oh, true. So, yeah. there's, so a, there's the whole graffiti on the brick walls, which, to be fair, and I think this, I have a hard time evaluating this movie because <laughs> it is so campy. But at the same time, it is so deliberately uh, oh. precise. It knows what it is. And it establishes that in those opening titles. Yeah, I don't remember what it says, but it's I call it the Wizard of Oz opening. You know, Wizard of Oz has the same kind of sure, thing. Sure. Like, thanks for coming to see this thing. And it's like, for those who are the lovers of the bizarre and the absurd, it's the only thing I remember from this opening. So I'm like, oh, they know that this is batshit crazy. <laughs> Le- oh, batshit bad, bad, bad oh, pun. I'm is that sorry. The first one? No, but I think that's important. I think that word absurd is important. And mm-hmm. I think without knowing that they know what they are, then maybe I think about this movie differently. I will probably be kinder to this movie because of its authenticity. It knows what it is i think we gotta we gotta go into this movie thinking that it is uh comedy more than anything else it is not a movie to be taken seriously sure so it is at 180 degrees polar opposites from the christian bale rage monster batman we're gonna call christian the rage monster not not ben ben's more rage he's kind of ragey they're either ragey so (laughs) yeah well the dark and the gritty batman didn't really oh god we're just we're We're just just diving into 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 the oral history of batman is what this (laughs) 
<laughs> this is important to note. We are nerds oh. of, an, of an age. We've been with this property for a long time. We both grew up watching that TV show in syndication. Absolutely. Right, yeah. like after the fact. So when I see that, I think in the same terms of Spider-Man on the electric company, right? At least I'm familiar with that. I knew what we were going to get sitting down for that. Mm. But someone who has not grown up watching those shows and has seen Christian Bale. If you're only Affleck, familiar with then Keaton on, you, you're going to be. You're going to be in for a surprise. surprise. Yeah. It's so hard to... It's so goddamn hard to describe this movie. I, I kept going back while we were watching it. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. All right. So, so let's, let's go through it. Yeah, so okay. this is an absurd movie. We open with a, a chase to nowhere for some reason, a Batcopter, and then they're going for some boat. I'm not really sure why. That We got word that Admiral... <sighs> oh, the, 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 the British dude that's yeah. hanging out. Okay. But there's no ex, no explanation of why he's important. Not at this point, no. It, it, it uh, is explained not later. Much, not much. <laughs> Something <laughs> about making... He's got some uranium or something. Okay. X twenty one J may have looked away at that point. <laughs> you think he was it's hard to stay focused. So, and first comes the most, maybe the most absurd moment in this movie: the boat just vanishes, and Batman is dipped in the water. Right. While right. being like, and for some reason, Robin doesn't know how to pull the control up quick enough. You know what I found odd? And I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but it's about the Batcopter. Later on, Robin is not trusted with the keys to the Batmobile. Alfred gets oh, drafted. Sure, but he can to fly a But he can fly a cop- Well, clearly he can't. Is that why he does? Is Did he lose his driving privileges? Do you think there was a cut he, scene where he's like, Batman, why don't I get to drive? You fucking know why. Yeah, that's right. Two words. Fucking shark. Batman is dipped in the air quotes ocean, and he then comes up with the most realistic shark I've ever seen. I, was... I think you have Bruce from Jaws, Bruce from Finding Nemo, and then a, a tight, tied, you know. The third most realistic shark ever to be on film? Ever. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, I mean, S- fuck the oh. blue sea. I mean, I, those sharks. If you didn't get how absurd this movie, intentionally absurd, and, and that's the important note. So. When the bat ladder is thrown out of the bat copter. Which I find funny. That the only reason it is the bat ladder is because it has the words bat ladder at the bottom. There's <laughs> literally a plastic sign below the last <laughs> rung that says bat ladder, so we know what that was. Right. So, so if you didn't know at that point, the rubber shark that Adam West is clenching, clenching on with his foot. With his foot is a key it's again you there's no way to describe this movie like any other movie i think we're gonna watch i want to go i want to circle back while we're still at this point one thing that we're going to talk about a lot is recommending that these movies be watched in hd yes i think this movie definitely benefits <laughs> in a lot of parts from hd with the bright technicolor that they use at the time it's a beautiful, it beautiful. looking movie yeah but Alfred sucks at cleaning the Batmobile. Oh, it's, it's so dirty it's in so that dirty. first scene. Smudge is everywhere. I'm like, who's in charge here? Well, it is a cave. I mean, oh, well, a lot of bat guano. A lot of bat guano. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I just wanted to cover that that happens. And also the hand-painted on eyebrows and nose definition on the mask is really cool to look at in high def. It wasn't some Like, I always knew it was hand-painted. Sure. Seeing it in high def. And you can almost see the seams on the ears on the cowl. Yep. You can see they oh, look you like hot glued or something. 100% right? can yeah. see. So it's A child could make that better this day. So those are ways in which it's interesting to see in HD. 
Places where that doesn't play as well could include where you can see the backdrop of the <laughs> of the ocean, right? The blue That's, sky with the seam. You can actually out. see the, s- that water hitting the tank. The edge, edge of the tank at the end. I do want to point out, going back to his cowl, we will not see Batman be able to move his neck, move his head in a proper Tur- manner for another 42 years. <laughs> Till the Dark Knight, where they make a joke about it. You want to be able to turn your head. All right, so in in Act 1... Four minutes, we have a Batcopter. Eight minutes, we have a Rubber Shark. (laughs) This movie is fucking running right (laughs) out of the gate. It is... It is just like, I, I don't know. I don't want to say it's stumbling out the gate. I think it's a strong opening. I think it gets you excited. You know what it does? It's telling you that you don't need to worry so much about why Batman's going to this ship in the ocean. 100%. He's just doing his Batman thing. Now, this Batman's is. Batman's got it. Just chill. He's got it. Go on. This is the point where I will say, Todd, you are a writer. So you are going to. I am barely oh, a writer. Oh, you are too yes. humble, sir. I know, you're, you're, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You <laughs> are going to be able to point out that kind of stuff easier than I will. Well, I'm struck throughout the whole movie and I have no as we're watching this. So when I was missing things, I'm you know, I'm typing, I'm I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. I'm struck by how many times I kept thinking, "Oh my god, there was no obligation from when you're writing this. There was no obligation to string together even a plausible plot." Oh god. Every riddle is the first of all, I defy someone to explain why those are riddles. They're they're, they're odd jokes. questions. They're jokes. They're, they're, are they? Because that, that implies I, funny. I They're dad they're, jokes. Oh. Both being fathers, we understand a good dad joke. Way better. Way better than that. But even the connections they make. So we oh. both got notes throughout the movie on Riddler's riddles. Uh, the, the one, well, we'll get there. Let's, let's, let's say where we. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need, again, I, how do we start with this? So, okay. So, so then we go to the press conference. So, whoa, 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 whoa. You are not going to gloss oh, over. Oh, the shark repellent. One of the four repellents available what were the other ones barracuda whale manta ray those deadly manta rays and then finally the fourth selection in the rack in the bat copter which i feel like if you're devoting space to a rack inside the bat copter cockpit for your four different marine bat repellents i feel like you've kind of committed that we're only taking this out over the water where else would you take a helicopter over literally anywhere <laughs> listen just shut just off go, your brain see, this is the problem when you oh you cannot even open that door you can't yeah. step a foot on that path because it makes no sense and that is this movie in a nutshell i'm not saying it's bad i'm reserving my my your score yeah. but i'm saying this movie makes no sense oh and clearly hundred percent makes no attempt to make sense. No, it's not un- at all. unabashedly. Yeah, this is what we're doing. Don't forget, again, also before we get to the press conference, once <laughs> once Robin comes down the ladder and oh, yeah. does this uh, this trapeze artist, I'll lock my legs into the ladder and then dangle down to hand Batman the shark repellent. Which I thought was a nice nod to the fact that in the comics, Dick Grayson is part of the Flying Graysons, sure. part of the... Circus. Shit. I can't. It's a specific circus. Look it up, dorks. So the shark repellent is handed off to Batman. Mm-hmm. He, spray, he sprays this shark, which has been on his leg for a minute at this point. The shark falls to the water, explodes on contact, which they do address as the most batshit crazy <laughs> hypothesis. Hashtag batshit. Right. That would be the hashtag for this episode. Ooh, hashtag oh, batshit. Yes. Our two followers, first of all, thank you. Hashtag batshit. 
Yeah, so this is all within what twelve minutes ish. It feels like eight two, minutes for the yeah. shark, and then probably by the time mm-hmm. the shark's resolved, they're back in line. The ship has vanished. The world's greatest detective that clearly only works on the water. No oh boy, yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's oh another, boy. Oh, that's another. Oh God. So this brings us to this hashtag puns. What, what happens? Hashtag like bat puns. Bat Ooh, puns. That might be a better oh. one. Bat shit is going to get us some weird hashtag stuff. I don't know how hashtags work. I'm new to that. I got it. Don't worry. Okay. You can teach me. Yes. So that leads us to the press conference where people are just there and in a sea of white dudes. I'm very okay. excited that there is a person of color that has fucking he's a reporter. lines. Right. He's a reporter, right? Not he's only not is he a reporter. He's not just like holding a microphone. He has an interaction. He has the longest interaction of the actual reporters, despite the fact that the movie knows it's being absurd. I think there's a couple points that the movie has taken an opportunity to maybe weigh in on something so we'll talk about some Absolutely. of those later as well but you're right that was a great call out you had in that press conference batman is closing an exchange with another reporter but has the longest actual exchange with with the, the person of color. yes and with that press in pop conference. culture there's a lot of that that there is this whole we're a fun silly thing but we're gonna make a commentary on the way the world is because it, it's an easy way to bring it into it so we're at this press conference and then female dracula <laughs> comrade katania irenia Tatania karenska that is the best way to describe her accent. Lee Merriweather, beautiful woman, can't act her way out of... Oh, you're taking a real I'm taking a there. hard stance wow. that she is so, the worst Catwoman ever. Is it safe to say she's out of the running for favorite character then for you? Is that, <laughs> uh, is, can we do Lee's favorite Lee's favorite. Because oh. oh, Lee was... Uh, Not a Lee, fan. I'm sorry. You're so live. And if for some reason you've listened to this, I apologize. I'm sure you tried your best. Is she on your list? No. Do you have the pat- okay. <laughs> no. I feel like you're. I feel like you're. No, no, no. I just, I just being kind. Okay. Uh, I actually, I actually liked her in the movie. For, but you for, see, for I, what the movie was, I, mean, I know Julie Newmar and I know Eartha Kitt. She's my favorite Catwoman of this. Okay. The, so Eartha the three Kitt, cat, Julie cat Newmar. It goes Eartha Kitt, Kitt, Julie Newmar, and then in a long away third, <laughs> Lee Merriweather. <laughs> So she asked Batman to remove his mask. Everyone gets in this big kerfuffle that she wants him to remove stunned, his mask. And stunned like, at the reporter from the Moscow Bugle. <laughs> the Moscow Bugle. Was, was that a shot across the bow for Marvel? Oh, was that the distinguished competition taking well, their pot shots? You know, that's a time where they're going back and forth, right? Like so, I was absolutely. Like, the Bugle, right? Daily Bugle, Ooh, of course. Daily famously, Bugle, Russian Bugle. Let's go with yes. Was it the Russian bugle or the yeah. Moscow bugle? But I just, I love that Commissioner Gordon's like, if he removes his mask, everyone will know who he is. No shit, Commissioner. That's what a mask is. Wow. Who in the audience didn't get that? It, that was a low point in the film for me. That they that's, had. Your, that's your low point? <laughs> hey, that's a low point. Not the. <laughs> okay. No, oh, we'll, right. get, oh, we'll get to the low point. point. Okay. So uh, we're going to get to my first big problem. Go right ahead. So the... So we have this whole kerfuffle about how dare this Russian reporter ask Batman to unmask. Press conference ends. They send out the reporters. And now the fantastic foursome of Batman, <laughs> Robin, Commissioner Gordon, and uh, Chief, O'Hara. Chief O'Hara are putting their heads together to think about what happens. And Batman turns to Commissioner Gordon and says, Tell me, Commissioner, what known super criminals are at large just now? Motherfucker, you are the world's greatest detective. You should have that shit on speed dial. This is your fucking rogues gallery. This is, it's not like Superman called up and was like, Listen. I am going on this cruise with Lois, and I just need you to cover Metropolis. And Batman being like, oh, hang on, I had that list somewhere. Hey, Commissioner Gordon, can you tell me who's the... I'd be okay with that, but it's your bread and butter. Now, 
this is a part that is lost to me. If Arkham Asylum oh, was part of the comics yet, let's look that up. Let's let's take a pause. Yeah, but I think I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I think it was like a, a, a 70s or 80s thing. 1974 first appears in Batman 258, October of 1974, written by Dennis O'Neill with art by Irv Novick. Thank oh, yeah, you, of course Wikipedia. it was O'Neill. So let's go back and pretend like we didn't look that up on Wikipedia. No, no, no. we looked that we oh, looked that shit up on Wikipedia. No. Listen, if that movie can be what it is, we can be what we are. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, at this point, there's no Arkham for Batman to just kind of hang out creepily and look. Thank you, Mr. O'Neill, for fixing that. Okay. So, we'll give a slight pass to the fact that not all of Batman's rogues galleries in one place, but still, he is the world's greatest detective. It is his defining characteristic. He does say. not need a computer screen behind a wood panel <laughs> to show him pictures of the people... It should have just it's, said, hey, it's the Joker, the Penguin, Riddler, and I know why what, those pictures are there, but why are those pictures well, there? I'd like to point out, though, that the computer apparently has on file glamour shots, Ooh. photos of, oh, those are, of, their of headshots? all of them. Yes, that was of all of them. Make yeah. sure you get my good side. That's right. Well, that is for the trailer that they showed for this movie, where it is Adam West and Burt Ward talking about how there's going to be a movie. They have a microphone that they are passing in between them. They don't even have boom mics for it. It's so low budge. Not and, like us, oh, where yes, we each we have our own microphones. Yes. And each one of the four villains in the movie have a moment where they're like, I'm going to kick you in the balls, Batman. I, none, of, none of them talk about kicking in the balls. That would have been epic. That would have been epic. Right. I'm the penguin. I'm go- <laughs> it's the what, penguin. What was that? <laughs> but that would have been great if one of them had been like, I'm going to kick you in the balls, Batman. So that's where those still shots are from, are from mm-hmm. this Such very bizarre. Material. Oh, but it's so bizarre at the same time. All right. So that's act one ends with the press conference. Act two. Oh, Jesus. Wait, before we leave act one, the one riddle, I don't remember what it was, but it said something about the high seas. And then Rob so, was like, see, see is for Catwoman. Well, wait, no. this is right. So this is, this is the link. So many notes. Where the, the four geniuses of Gotham City have realized that these four arch criminals are working together. The Penguin, the Joker, the Riddler, and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And they do this through these series of clues, which are the most randomly connected and so just bizarre in interpretation. Uh, the high seas for Catwoman. See? See for Catwoman. There's something fishy about the shark. Where there's, there's a fish, is fish a penguin. there's a penguin. Oh, yeah. You mean where there's a fish that could be a penguin? And, a, and two others, which... I can't even remember. I, I thought about writing them down. I was like, oh, I don't even want to. That's, not, that's, how, not. that's a perfect example of just how batshit crazy this <laughs> plot is. It just doesn't have to have any internal logic. It just is like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. This is what we're doing now. There's four criminals, and they know it. <laughs> they know uh, it. They know it. So that's the end of Act 1. We move on to Act 2, where I like to call it the most vomit-inducing part of the movie, not for anything negative, per se, <laughs> the Dutch Angles. You are not a fan of the Dutch angle. I'm fine with a Dutch S- angle, but Casey, a moving one. Explain to our folks like me okay. what a Dutch angle is. So a Dutch angle is where it's a hard kind you know, of... You're going to use the word in the definition, aren't you? No, no, no. It's a hard... No, it's a hard... You want to say angle. You, <laughs> you son say... of a bitch. <laughs> no, uh, it's a hard tilt of the camera to give an uneasy feeling. Usually it's what it's used for. Uh, and I believe... <laughs> The spot-on direction in this movie, it is being used to show that these criminals are crooked. Oh, Oh, boy. Um, But before that all happens, my favorite moment in the film is when 
Catwoman walks into this bar where people are just fighting left and right. Like, like well, that's how you. Level. That's how you know it's a criminal bar. Sure. The, Pirates galore. You, you point out the phone on the payphone. The, the wall pay is phone literally is crooked. crooked. There's clearly a pirate problem in Gotham. Like I know Gotham's a port city, so there's that. Gotham's but, oh boy, unspoken pirate problem. Finally, yeah. a, a movie Batman had the courage on that. to address it. <laughs> Thank God. So. Catwoman, who's still dressed like Russian Dracula, <laughs> she walks up the stairs, and this pirate at the stairs goes, and she slaps him so fucking hard, so hard, it knocks off his fake beard. They couldn't you, reshoot. You see the actor, you see the surprise on his face. Mm -hmm. He was not ready. He was not ready for that. He was pissed. Yeah. And she's like, Insult. How many times have I told you never use my real name in public? There are other ways to deal with that. We, so. we use our words, Catwoman. Yeah. We use our words. So we, we get into the bar there. And um, then we are in Dutch Angle, Dutch Angle hell. level of hell that I never want to visit. And that takes us to the villain's great plan that takes way too fucking long. They're like, we should kidnap a millionaire. But what millionaire will we kidnapped the only the, fucking millionaire in, in that gotham city which is gotham city bruce wayne that's it that's it interesting so a couple things we noted okay. he's a millionaire not a billionaire yeah it's a sign of the times 66 66 yeah. right let's talk about the joker <laughs> let's, let's talk, about, talk his about his mustache yeah i feel like it is a topic that must be addressed it is something it's that the mustache in the room poor dc just to show our time right now is dealing with a mustache debacle with the reshoots of justice league poor yes. henry cavill is off shooting mission impossible six yes I and uh, superman died in batman v superman i don't know how he's in justice league son i'm not sure if your parents showed you the last movie but superman's dead but he is spoiler alert and um he <laughs> He is, uh, they have to digitally remove his mustache from all of these shots. I feel so bad for the animator who has to digitally frame remove by frame facial hair. Right. So anyways, in this, for some reason, not Cesar an option. Romero, no, 66. No, nope. Cesar Romero decides, hey, I'm not going to shave my mustache. So you're just going to cover it with grease paint. My solution, what I think they should have done is embrace the mustache. Make it green. Make his eyebrows green, first of all. His eyebrows weren't green, only his hair. Was his hair green, Casey? What scene are we in? Oh, boy. In that scene, it's not green. No, in that introductory scene, yellow. it's yellowish green. It's weird. It's, it's pea soup green. It, you know, my memories of the TV show mm -hmm. are these bright colors. And one of those being Batman's arch nemesis, right? Joker, his defining Joker. villain. What a great villain for the TV show as well, right? So you have this bright color. T I'm thinking maybe technicolor but certainly that's what i would think of that but that time of hey we have color tv right oh. color tv shows and we're gonna blast color the color in this movie makes me think of the much later movie you know 20 some odd years later um dick tracy which oh yeah have those which bright primary colors and on our list is it on our list oh yes i sir. feel like it might have to come off oh, right? no. i think he's a superhero but it's so pretty well, I don't think it's this over here. All right. Oh, and if we get enough people saying you need to do Dick Tracy, the people make have spoken to Todd. Well, they can make the, the case. The fours of people and listening to this thing. We right have now. literally threes of people. <laughs> oh, well, no. Who do we lose? Oh, we lost somebody. Oh, shit. Well, it was Lee Merriweather. I mean, she was a fan. And then Ms. Mer trashed, Merriweather, I, I apologize for saying that you had a shitty performance, but... Oh, we just picked up a follower. The mustache in the corner has been resolved. Uh, we've, we've, we've acknowledged it's there. And, wouldn't you agree but, that would be the easiest thing to do? I think the thing that's funny is that almost feels like, I wonder, did he not want to do the movie? Because it's not like he has some, like, Tom Selleck 
level mustache. You can see it. I mean, it's clearly a mustache, oh, yes. but it's not like a massive growth. I got to assume that that's the, the, the work. Mustache, that's the yeah. work of a, a week or two. That's not like this mustache is three years old. That almost is like fuck you. I'm not shaving the mustache. Can we look up? I feel like he had already been on the show, and I'm just double checking if it was. I'm not going to shave my mustache for this stupid little TV show about Batman. This is one thing. That might be where... He's got to be in season one, right? He's got to be. Well, I know that his first appearance um, for something that'll be prevalent in a later Batman movie. Mm. Go ahead. Wikipedia oh, is telling me... Interesting to note, so we just watched the movie in HD, probably not used to watching the rerun episodes in HD, but Wikipedia is suggesting that throughout the run of the show, he refused to shave his mustache. So I feel like I need to go back and look at the TV episodes to see if you can see the mustache there. More than what yeah. you saw in the movie? Yeah. But, I mean, he had one in the movie, 100%. Oh, he clearly had one yeah. in the movie, but we were watching that movie in HD. I see what you're saying. I did not grow up watching the TV show in HD because <laughs> that wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. So I wonder, like, did we just not see it because of the quality of the picture? No. I remember seeing it. In the TV? Yeah, I remember my dad saying something to me about it. God, it's so bizarre. It's It's so bizarre. bizarre. If you think about the fact that at that time, to the extent that the TV series shapes the comic, right? Barbara Gordon created on the TV show. Later becomes. Later becomes a character in the comics. To the extent that the character in the mythology is so young that this adaptation is shaping it. Mm -hmm. To your point, they could have just as easily said, okay, the Joker. So he didn't have the mustache in the comics, but he could could have a mustache on TV, and now that's his thing in the comics. Right, because he didn't look like that in the comics. Um, Batman. Batman didn't look anything like he did in the comics, uh, in the TV show. He he wasn't doughy. I'm not saying he's doughy. (laughs) I, I think. He wasn't Ben Affleck level jacked, but uh, he wasn't in bad shape. He All had right. a runner's body. Let's... Yeah. Oh, which is going to be important <laughs> later on. We'll get to that. So when Cesar Romero's Joker first appeared on the show, it is the pretty close facsimile to the mask that Heath Ledger's Joker wears in the bank robbing scene. Go ahead and look it up real quick. Look up Cesar Romero's clown mask. One moment, please. Yes. Doing some ADR for you, buddy. Oh. You see it? Yes, that is. Oh, it's the sad clown. It's a sad That's clown. It. So if you Google Caesar Romero clown mask, so you get some stuff from Dark Knight. And Did you see what I mean? And that was yeah, his yeah. first appearance on the show, and that was Nolan's little nod not. to to Mr. Romero. Interesting. So no have... green hair at all in that initial appearance. The clown mask of Caesar Romero. You know, gotcha. Well, that's shock. a mask, and then he takes that off, and, and it's underneath, the Joker, got it, got it, just got like it. it is in the Dark Knight. In the Dark Knight. Got it. Got it. Uh, which we will get to at some point. Oh, please. Um, so much better than this one. Oh, sorry. Oh, boy. Showing, showing your yep. Keep them close to your vest, sir. So their grand scheme is to kidnap Bruce Wayne. Millionaire, millionaire playboy. Millionaire playboy. And so they have to figure out one of the villains to be able to seduce Bruce Wayne. And mm. who better who, do who it? Who could it be? The Riddler. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's Catwoman. Spoiler. Sorry. Well, no, I think we assume the whole episode's a spoiler, obviously, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Catwoman, once again, puts on the Russian accent. Oh, it's the same Dracula so accent. Just so bad, though. That, I mean, that's, that's the shocker is, again, throughout the movie I started doing this, I would say, well, this makes no sense. He is the world's greatest detective. Yes. He can't see through. And then I'm like, stop. Let's not. You can't. <laughs> but even like Lee Merriweather couldn't do a British accent. They couldn't have her be like, oh, Batman, you're so lovely. I'll come up for a spot of tea. What yeah. is the term in acting? It's a choice. 
Oh, it's a, a choice. bad choice. It's a bad choice. It's a choice. So they pick the obvious criminal bar down by the waterfront, right? The dock. Solid choice. Solid choice. They'll never look for bad guys in the bad guy bar. They've revealed their plan. They're going to kidnap Gotham City's millionaire playboy, Bruce Wayne, via the seduction of Catwoman. Not the Riddler. Not the Riddler. Close second. He lost in the swimsuit competition. Do you think Frank Gorshin was sad about that? Wanted to break some more barriers in this movie? You know, I did enjoy watching Frank Gorshin. Oh, so, that. so lovely. So they're going to kidnap. It's a classic honey trap. But it's a flimsy honey trap. Oh, it's the flim- because It's as robust as literally the entire rest of the plot. <laughs> and at this point when we were watching the film, I remember there being an episode where Alfred dressed as Batman. I'm like, oh, God, is this when that happened? Is this when Alfred, with his mustache, oh. dresses as Batman? His mustache is everywhere. Ridiculous. Thankfully, that was not the case. That was not the case. <laughs> no Bat Alfred in no, this episode. No Bat Batfred? Batfred, how do we get to the sub? They get to a sub. They're, all of a sudden, they're on a sub. They're on a sub. Again, they send... this is the plot. This is the plot. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly think the, <laughs> I'm questioning the writer if he was just throwing shit at the wall and no one ever said, uh, I don't know about that. I feel like literally he was like, so I guess they could have a sub. And they're like, yes, we love it. A sub. Let's do it. Obviously, a lot of 80s movies were fueled by mountains of cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> would the drug of choice in the 60s still been marijuana? Because that would explain a lot Excellent of this fucking question. movie. Maybe. All right. So back to the sub. Would flippers move a sub? Apparently in the Bat universe, they do. I'm just, how big are those things? Are they made of rubber? Are they made of something stronger than rubber? I think so, because we weren't seeing them flex. They no, were, no, they flexed. Did they flex? They flexed they like fucking flippers? Well, because it was a... They were fixed, though. Were they simply rubber? Rotating? I don't know. I'm remembering it flipper style, like they had movement. Internal movement. Okay. For the for the listener at home, we are both doing the Aloha Wave (laughs) (laughs) on this podcast. That makes total sense. The odd thing was Adam West was this leading man. He was a handsome. He was a dashing guy. So that leads to I mentioned it when we talked about this during the movie. Uh There's a great documentary. I sound so pretentious. You know, there's this great documentary you should check. Casey, no. uh, adjust your ascot there. Let me just put on my, let me, yeah, the glass. You know, actually, uh, <laughs> there's this great documentary. Uh, you probably never heard of it. It's called uh, Starring Adam West. It's on HBO. I'm going to stop that bit now. It's called Starring Adam West. And the whole story is about how Adam West never got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. That And spoiler alert, he now has one, but it's about a group of people trying to get it. And Adam never wanted anything to do with it. He was like, sure. oh, it's just, you know, I'm an actor. It was fun. They talk about how when Adam West came on the scene doing Westerns prior to Batman 66, mm-hmm. the four biggest upcoming names in Hollywood were Steve McQueen, Marlon Brando. Come on. Don't even. Really? Clint Eastwood. No way. And Adam, Adam West? motherfucking West. That's ridiculous. Now, flash forward to 68 when the show was canceled. Steve McQueen had done Bullet by that point. Yep. Brando was on his way to huge amounts of fame. Clint Eastwood wow, yeah. had just done one Dirty Harry movie, I believe. No, that's the 70s. So but he would have been in his Spaghetti Western. Yeah, he would have been, yeah, right? the man without a name yep. section of his life. And Adam West couldn't get a job oh. because of Batman 66. It's a sad that's part of the documentary. Oh, so we grew up watching the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. You, you know, the most ridiculous, absurd, deadpan comedian, um, but started as a straight man, kind of that. That's what makes it, him so good at it. Right, right. Is but, that he's playing it straight. 
That'll that'll be added to the list. So if people want to watch that, yeah, it's on HBO. It's an HBO documentary that they drop at the very sad passing of Adam West. Um, It's called Starring Adam West, and it's it's a really good documentary. I highly recommend it. All right, so back to the film. When they are, so they end up going out to look at this buoy. Right. Well, they're going to look, they're, they're trying to figure out how did the ship ex- disappear? In disappear. The yeah. This is this plot. This is this fucking plot. <laughs> this is why this is hard. So anyways, they end up on this buoy and somehow the penguin magnetizes it and they're like, The beams, they've converted this buoy into a gigantic magnet. It's got us by the metallic objects in our utility belt. Just unbuckle your belts. That's not how Batman rolls. He's done it a hundred times. Not today. Not in this universe. Not- yeah. So these torpedoes go off, and they have the bat radio, which they right. never explain whether it's megahertz or gigahertz or any of that stuff. It's just like, oh, turn to this frequency. And they blow up three of the four torpedoes that are sent to them. Right. The fourth one is saved. Uh, did you catch this? No, I clearly, porpoise, clearly I did not. A porpoise, oh, the porpoise went in front of it. And Batman calls it almost human. And I want to say, how the fuck... <laughs> Is a porpoise <laughs> almost human? Was he supposed to say almost humane and he fucked it up? And they're just like, we right. got to keep going. There's lots of pot to smoke in the back. <laughs> I want to step back and I realize we're, I feel like we're going to do this throughout and there's no way around it. Okay. We were talking about the flimsiest of plots. And we explained the tenuous connection that the four great crime-fighting minds in Gotham City make early on when they realize that the four big villains are teaming up. Are we going to go with four greatest or three and Catwoman's along because she looks pretty? Listen, she gets the job done. So she... Well, she right. A little respect, please. Miss right. right. Merriweather, again, I'm sorry. But another ridiculous riddle that they're solving is people that are going fast everywhere. They're Russian, and I don't even remember the banana... Oh, oh, the Russian banana. Uh, it was what? Fuck. It's, it's, I don't it's the most ridiculous question. Why, that what, Robin what, says. What's banana. another name for people who are in a hurry? That's, that's, a, that's Russian. Russian. I can't and remember the banana. There's something thing. that is equally ridiculous as banana. One. What has yellow skin and writes a ballpoint banana? Right. Two. What people are always in a hurry? Russians. Right again. Now, what would you say they mean? And then, what does this mean? Oh, well, there's clearly only one answer. A Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. And break their neck. Like, there should have been a third. If we could go back in time and help them write this movie, that would have been a simple <laughs> fix. It's like, hey, you need one more riddle that has to do with either something breaking or neck. Oh, it could even be next, like... The next point of order, Mr. President. You said, Ooh, you said, Mr. President, you said one simple fix. I'm talking to, okay. <laughs> Come on. Asterisk okay. to For this that scene. scene. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Clarity is important here. So, I wish they'd thought of that. So we, we've advanced female Dracula. Is seducing Bruce. Seducing or trying to eat with that the, kiss? The most bizarre kiss. I'm not, I, I'm. That fucking kiss was... Oh, it, it was... It was like Lee Merriweather had eaten dog shit. It, and then Adam West's like, 
I don't want this kiss to happen. It was, I was physically uncomfortable watching that scene. This may be the worst kiss we have in any movie in that any we movie. watch. Yeah, that was, it was really bad. Fuck, that was really, so uncomfortable. Really Listen, there are a handful of things in cinema that are etched in my adult brain mm-hmm. of things that I will see in my nightmares. That etched, has just been added. Oh, etched not in a good way. Oh, no, etched I, in a bad, bad, it. bad way. I'm that think, is definitely... I'm thinking Bo Derek. I see, you said etched in your brain. I'm thinking good memories. I'm like, oh, I remember 10. Like, uh, Bo Derek, yep. No, this nope, is not a 10. One, this is not uh, Phoebe Cates in uh, Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Nope. This is, uh, this is up there with the opening scene of Scream. But what is so odd about what is such a bizarre physical moment on that screen is we looked at that. We're like, oh, they definitely fucked. Like Adam West and Lee Mary During the carriage scene. Yeah. We're like, oh, 100% got down and dirty. But then. But then that translates to zero chemistry on the screen. Well, they had great chemistry until that kiss. (laughs) Now, I'll add. He should have stayed in the friend zone. No, maybe they did fuck. And that kiss was because Mr. West, may he rest in peace, was this his way of being like, I didn't fuck her. I'm not going to kiss her nicely. All right. So then do they kidnap Bruce? Oh, God. It's... With so we see the worst stunt doubles of all time. Oh. Like, I'm like, oh, that's clearly not Burgess Meredith. That's definitely that, not Frank Gorshin. When Mel Brooks does it, it's <laughs> genius. But that is on par with the stunt doubles in Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs level stunt the, doubles, one hundred percent. You idiots! These are not them. You've captured their stunt doubles. Oh, so bad, so bad. You know, not a stunt double is Batfred driving the Batmobile. So, so well, with that's... with the mask, <laughs> the mask oh, under yes. the glasses. I, I don't. I... Oh, but. Who also is not a stunt double in that scene is Adam West. Again, you know, good for him. I think I came away from that movie with a little more respect for him, and I'm, I'm good with that. And he's physical, and he's the guy can kick. He's, he, he's a tall guy, and his leg is all the way up there. Adam West is the second tallest Batman that we've had. Ben Affleck is six four, so he's actually oh. taller than Batman is supposed to be in the comics. Batman is six two. Six two. Got it. Aye, aye, baby. Got it. <laughs> um, for the listeners at home. What? I have played Batman at kids' parties. Well, I was just going to say, biggest Batman fan, how often, uh, myself, as the world's greatest Captain America fan, uh-huh. I play Skinny Steve. Ooh. Not skinny now, but I pay, play out of shape, Steve. That's me. Out of shape. Would that have made his story different if he was, if he was a great big fat person? Uh, uh, we should great big fat <laughs> It puts I'm the sorry. shield in the basket. When my wife listens to this, I'm so sorry. She hates that voice so much. Oh, that was a question on, on I saw on a Reddit thread no. this morning. What happens if you are morbidly obese? This morning? Get, uh, I saw it yesterday or today. Okay. okay, go ahead. But the question was, what happens if you are morbidly obese and you get the super soldier serum? I was like, I don't know. Good question. So they they kidnap Bruce in the stupidest way possible. With ridiculous stunt doubles. And curiously, what I think of when I think of the Batman TV show are those iconic, the fight graphics. The pow. Pow. Yeah. And in the fight scene, none of those. I was actually a little upset. I was like, oh, where's the graphics? Was it done because he wasn't dressed like Batman? (gasps) Oh, that's good. Because those graphics do show up later in the battle on the side. Listen. Don't talk about that. We haven't even gotten there. We haven't. (laughs) Okay. So the kidnap Bruce, he wakes up in the villain lair. So we're back into fucking Dutch angles. And there's some fights. Only in in that lair. Only in that lair. 
we see the we see the villains together at other times, and it's and not they don't Josh Shankle. So, yeah. what is it about that location? Um, I don't know, but it's real disturbing. Oh, and we find out that Joker's great plan to kill Batman is Batman's going to show. <laughs> oh, it's the the most Rube Goldberg esque style trap. <laughs> so Batman's going to show up, jump in this one window. Land on this spring box Plunger thing. thing. Going to pop him into the ocean His where there's just box. a... There's a exploding octopus. An octopus Penguins filled with dynamite. Right. Um, well, as you know, bats and octopuses are natural enemies. So clearly, octopus sees a bat swoop down. It's grabbing it and... You know, I feel like you're bullshitting right no, now. No, I swear to God. Wait, what? No, I... Okay. Yes. <laughs> you almost had me. Okay, so obviously Batman cannot show up. So what ends up happening? How does so he tricks them into? Oh, there's a scene in the they 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 put Bruce in a cell. They blindfold and put him in a you know one of the rooms where Catwoman is appearing Mm -hmm. as this Russian reporter. Tanya Irenia, Tanya Kerenska, and he says that he's got this device as a capitalist. A curious term. (laughs) As a capitalist, he often carries these kinds of devices to. Mm protect himself and they bring him out and they untie him so that they can see what he's got literally up his sleeve and the moment they untie him fight scene breaks out again now i want to go back he's thrown halfway on this bed in this room (laughs) and he crawls up on it to get closer to her first of all he's thrown onto boob oh 100 he totally central but he he realized it's a great acting moment from adam (laughs) he realizes he's on a bed with someone he's not married to. It's a, it's and he's a, like, oh, no, I can't. And he scoots himself back off the bed. It's a weird sound of the time. And TV censor's not in, fa- not in play here. There's a theatrical release. So. I think it was more done just for comedic effect. I think it was because was it wasn't like, oh, I need to move now. So this, like, it wasn't like a uh, subtle choice. He was 100% being like, oh, no, this woman is not my wife, and we're in bed together. And on that same thing, I will say that that is the best acting Lee Merriweather does when she's <laughs> when he's like, get this thing out of my back of my coat or whatever. She gets this, you motherfucker look does. on her face. She is pissed. And then when he looks at her, she she switches that face really well. I'm like, where was this the rest of the movie where you're scratching yourself with a back scratcher for some reason? <laughs> Before she's gyrating on the on the pole in the submarine. God. That was, a, that was odd. That was odd. So Bruce escapes. Yep. Oh, so one of the henchmen ends up being the one who is put in this Rube Goldberg machine. Sure enough, sure. that exploding octopus oh, is out there. It's the worst. It's not even <laughs> is it a mannequin. It's like a dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It goes flying, and, and it, it enters the water headfirst and explodes. Now, when Bruce escapes, speaking of jumping in the water, that stuntman that jumped in the water, he hit his head on like an iron girder or something that was down in the water and had to be rushed to the hospital. The research that I did, he's fine, but I thought that was crazy because it's clearly like all the times that it's Adam West during the fight scenes, it's nice. clearly not Adam <laughs> doing that roof run to jumping off the roof into the water. The That's water. not him at all. And good, it's not because he would have been seriously injured and yeah. the production would have been halted and, and we wouldn't this have movie the maybe never been made. That is Batman the movie. So... Bruce Wayne, Batman is free now. And, of course, he knows where the villain's lair is because he just left there. So he and Robin go back. And, <laughs> and we see but before that, a number of favorite things. I love the fact that he goes back to Wayne Manor and just has to bullshit Commissioner Gordon. Like, yes, Commissioner, you better return to police headquarters. He may wish to call you there. 
get the fuck out of my house so I can become Batman again. I yeah. thought it was that was like the smartest thing this Batman did. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't feel like that bar is very high. Oh, no. I'm not saying it's a high bar. Though it is weirdly high when he does riddles, because he's suddenly just like, well, clearly, this is what we're talking about. You're like, what? When Batman and Robin go back to the bar, we see a couple things. So first of all, we see one of my favorite memories of the TV show, which is we turn the camera on its side, and while Batman and Robin are hunched over, walking along the floor it looks like they're walking up a wall and somebody inevitably sticks their head out of the window and of course you can't think too hard about that angle because it doesn't look right because of course somebody's sticking their head up through a trap door Mm -hmm. sticking their head up vertically and looking at batman robin so we get that moment but then we get what is my favorite scene in this movie with the iconic line some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Right. So they end up in there, and he <laughs> he goes in and sees the bomb there. And, of course, he goes back to get Kitka. Tanya Irenia, Tatanya Karenska, Alisson. It's the most cartoonish cannonball-looking bomb, bigger than his head. With a flare. It's With, just a flare. It's, just, it's going. Yeah, yeah, it's so silly. But I think that scene sums yeah. up the entire Adam West Batman, the absurdity of that scene. Sure. He looks in one direction. There's a band. Three, three people. people. Right? <laughs> it's a small band. He looks in another section. Nuns. There's a couple on a date in the boat. He looks down. There are the some boat. toy ducks. There's the ducks. The ducks is like, that's the point where you're like, But okay. the three, so... I'm going to call this comedy gold because it does. Oh, it happened in threes. It happened in threes. Yep. Three times he sees the nun, the band, marching band, and the baby carriage. Right. Three times that happens. So I'm like, this is literally comedy gold. Some people would argue that, but comedy comes in threes. I'm good with that. But then curiously, <laughs> we hear the explosion. Robin thinks that Batman has died in this explosion. He goes running, and Batman is, hello, old chum. And he's fine behind this uh, rack of pipes. I was like, you know, that's just like the Dark Knight with the bat cop, the the wing flying out, taking the bat, the, the bat uh, in Dark Knight Rises. I just took the call and get the bat taking the bomb out there. This was just, oh no, I was just hiding behind those pipes over there. So he disposed <laughs> of the bomb. He's alive. He's survived. So now they've they've and got the more shows up as the 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 British guy. Whose right. yacht we've discovered is the one they were going to look for, who has some sort of something that's very important. So I missed all of that. Yeah, I'll I be honest it. with you. It was, it, is that actually in the movie? Oh, yeah. They're, they explain When that? Joker brings him the tea, he's right. like, I've a deucer to cover invention with him, you know. Stored down in the hole. Should be worth millions of Yankee dollars. Pip, pip. So Pegwood shows up dressed as this guy. And all he's done is slap, I'm pretty sure, the same fake beard that the other guy was oh, wearing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he's like, I'm this great guy. And they're like, oh, I, I don't have fingerprints. I was. They were lost in the war. They used oh, plastic. Oh, that's right. And, like, it is an absurdly long scene for, like, at the beginning, they're like, I think this is the penguin. But then it takes them, like, four minutes to get to, let's take you back to the bad cave and do not a DNA test. Some sort of test on him, because right. we didn't have DNA in 66. Science, science, science. Some sort right. of technobabble, yeah. Um, so they, they gas they gas I, the penguin, take him to the Batcave, yeah. and yeah. when they get there, Burgess Meredith, the best moment in the movie for him, when he wakes up, goes, Oh, gee, I'm 
so subtle so, and beautiful for for a part for, for a part like, of this movie. But you just made a great point. They spend so much time. I would not describe that movie as a tight hour. If you hadn't told me it was an hour and forty seven, and you had just been like, "Hey, Casey, how long is this movie?" I'd have been like, "It's like two and a half." Oh yes, and yes. not that it goes slow. It it's moves just, at a good pace. It's just why this is bonkers. It's bizarre. Okay, so they bring him, and oh, what we skipped was. The um the, the dehydration pigs. the guinea pigs the gu- <laughs> five so, were there five five? five they were they were really really willing to be turned into dust cat litter I'm ninety nine percent sure that was just cat litter that was bizarre um, again again how do I I have to you have to turn off the bizarre meter but in the bizarre meter why was the biggest dude why was his pile the smallest. We need some Neil deGrasse Tyson level science on this. So maybe. Is it because he's so big that the water in him is less because they're using a dehydrator? A dehydrator that was the Commodore's still. Did you catch that line? That's what he had. He had a. But a still is for making alcohol. Again, I don't think they ever established why that character is important, <laughs> why we care if he's missing. Oh, God, this movie. Okay, I love you, Batman. You better to watch that. Penguin, as part of his master plot, has these five henchmen who have been dehydrated and are now in glass vials uh, and little piles of dust that Penguin is going to sneak into the Batcave, rehydrate, because that's a thing, and then overpower Batman in his sanctum sanctorum. Whoa. Oh, so in his, you oh, son oh, of a bitch. Oh, I snuck bitch. that in there, right? In his bat cave, In his sir. bat cave. Oh, I really rattled you with that one. You did. Nice. <sighs> I'll get you during cap. Don't you worry. I'm sure you will. And this is another, what we were talking about before, where pop culture will take a serious stance on something. Mm-hmm. He uses hard water that they used for their atomic. Hang on. I took a note for that. It is the atomic pile. The atomic which is, that's a reference to the, you know, the early origins of nuclear power, right? The pile. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? The only problem I have is the drinking water dispenser that they tell Penguin in his disguise he can go get a drink of water. There's a setting, the far end of that setting says literally danger, danger uh-huh. with a flashing red light. It's drinking water. Well, the danger is not... it's hard water that they use to cool the atomic pile. So I feel like, first of all, there's some poor design choices there. If you can pour the water out, wouldn't that stop the atomic pile from being cooled and kablamo? So that could be an issue. The fact that that's a drinking water line. Dude. I feel like Alfred has never let OSHA into the Batcave. That's just, they are not getting in. They're not. He is that, stonewalling them. That is just like that check marks happening. left and right. So Penguin takes these four guinea pig kitty litter mm-hmm. versions and puts hard water in them. Five. And then Four, five, five. See, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Somebody else count. I'm not doing it. And they proceed to turn back into their guinea pigs. Fully ready to fight. And they're just like, wow. And when they're fighting, each time they get hit, they explode. So let's just talk about five, four or five people oh. straight up are fucking murdered in this absolutely dead silly comedy movie. They they're were, gone. They're totally dead. They are totally dead. <laughs> That's disturbing as fuck. Not, not even a nod to those those brave men willing to risk Nothing. it all. Is it their... just because they were guinea pigs? They were incredibly, incredibly compliant. I feel like maybe they were drugged. Yeah, they, they don't even like when the first or the four or the five. Yeah, don't you start questioning your choice? Like, <laughs> like, hang on, what's the fuck's happening right now? Like, I know I'm up for that promotion and volunteering for the dehydration experiment. Looks good on 
I just wanted one of them to. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think maybe. Hey, can I can I go to the nurse? Like, yeah. I feel like one of them might have second thoughts. Or like the first four are taken out, and that fifth one just uncontrollably screams when the gun is pointed. It's like. All things that would have made that scene better. We're rewriting the script right now and shooting it tomorrow. I want to go back. <laughs> when they when they turn these guys into cat litter, who's the one to clean it all up? Not the Riddler, not Joker, definitely not the Penguin. The motherfucking Catwoman. The woman sexist. has to do the cleaning. I call bullshit on all the good merit this movie has done, because we also have, we've got this whole great thing, and then there's like, hey, uh, Catwoman, clean this up. And she's just like, whatever, and she's cleaning up with a paintbrush. And then who is the next villain that gets an assignment? Do you remember who that was and what the assignment was? No, no. He tells Riddler, go get the submarine. Oh, so Riddler's so good enough ma- to go the ma- drive. The man can drive. Oh, fuck. The woman has to go clean up the uh, piles of dehydrated guinea pigs. Oh, fuck. Okay. They're dead, right? So, big shocker. Now, curiously, this happens, and Batman, the world's greatest detective, makes this assumption that clearly this admiral was brainwashed, and he's clearly not the penguin and not to blame. Let's knock you out again, and we'll take you back to Gotham City. They take their sub, their penguin sub, with their little flippers to go kidnap the uh, United World... United World Organization... Security Council. Oh, my God. Not the United Nations. It's the United World Security Council. I just, okay. Was it too expensive to get the United Nations? Again, Was it too I, much money? If you're still watching at this point in the movie, <laughs> you've said fuck it. And you are just all You in. shut that brain off and you, yep. you're just like, whatever. This is what we got. Okay. So these arch criminals are going to break into the United World Organization Security Council mm-hmm. and they're going to dehydrate the Security Council members and this will wreak havoc across the world, which they do in the most, again, no, you know, I've often struggled, like if, if I want to write a story, <laughs> I have to come up with an interesting idea to introduce, well, it's a clever twist, a plot device. How, oh, yeah, what, yeah. If you're in, write a heist movie, you better have an idea like how they're going to make the heist work. In the Batman world, no. You just write the shit, and that's what they do. It's the worst kidnapping ever. Besides the fact that they're in this office building. Office building, but comical level argument, which with today's political climate, not so comical. Not so comical. But it's like they're all arguing, and one by one, they're being evaporated, and nobody stops. No one's like, holy shit, the guy next to me just disappeared. I'm just going to keep arguing. Uh, What I love is every one of the members of the Security Council, all different nations... (laughs) All screaming in their own language, almost like if they were animatronics and only had a single motion (laughs) to like pound their fist on the desk and keep yelling like that. Literally, they're doing that until they are one by one at a very leisurely pace, Mm -hmm. dehydrated by the Joker. And turned into where the um, guinea pigs were like gray, like kitty litter. This is pixie stick level color. What? is up with that because the representative from Japan was yellow. I was like, mm. that's that's racist. Was the representative from Russia red? From that angle, you couldn't see because that was the last person on the far side of the table. You know what? Let's and, say if they were so insensitive to make the Japanese gentleman yellow, sure, sure. they made him red. Yeah. That was one of those, hey, what the fuck moments I had. So, it, and with this heist... Let's just talk about the fact that Catwoman obviously wears her mask. Why the fuck is Joker wearing a mask? He's a clown. He <laughs> With is white, white face and green hair. <laughs> and no one should be like, oh, he's got he's wearing the same kind of mask Robin wears. Just a little teeny tiny mask that covers his eyes. No one's gonna be like, I wonder if that's the Joker. So 
Mr. Security Guard Number Three, could you describe your attacker? Well, well he was a, a large man with a white face, green hair. Was it the Joker? I'm not sure. He was wearing a mask. Oh, and so when they first break into this place, oh, let's talk about the fact they gas all the security guards, right? And then everyone have, else comes in. No one's wearing a fucking mask. What um, would you like to share? What's the weapon of choice for that? Crime? The umbrella. No, the, the penguin gas. <laughs> Penguin's getting in on the mix. He's oh, like, that's right. I, think, I feel like Penguin's, it should have been Joker. You know, we're on the sub, and it's a Penguin sub. It's got the flippers. At one point, Penguin speaks into the ship's phone, the PA <laughs> system, the ship, and it's a Penguin. I'm like, <laughs> is there like a custom like accessories shop that supervillains can go to? So, so Penguin's like, listen, I need all my shit as penguins, and they're like, yep, got it, Mister Penguin. We'll have that for you. And, Two to three weeks. In the comics, and I hope in the future they go this way, the Penguin owns a nightclub, and he is pretty much just brought in for information. Like, Batman will go there and be like, Where are the drugs going? But he'll go to him for information. He's not a mainline villain. He's he's a gangster at best. I don't know where the fuck that was going, but I felt like that was where that was. That's why there was so much Penguin stuff. Sure. Probably not. Probably not. All right. Oh, wait. When did the helicopter crash happen? Have we already? Yes, because they're running got... to the council. Right. Oh, God so, in heaven. So it's right around this time. Yeah. So the sub launches a Polaris missile. Very timely. Referenced a couple times in the movie. Polaris missile. Near miss on the Batcopter, but the mm. I'm assuming the turbulence forces the copter You think down. that's what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, how does a missile not hitting something take are, down something so hard? I mean, it would you, jostle it. But. Are you familiar with a uh, little piece of American classic film called Top Gun? Never heard of it. <laughs> so I think the jet wash from the missile oh, forced down. Listen, Mr. Capture. Air Force. Listen. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Science, science, you science. You could have said the flipper to jibberdies. That's right. Okay. I'll take that. The, yeah. That it was a jet wash. Yes, you're right. That brings up a great point. So as the supervillains are breaking into the United World headquarters, which apparently leases space in an otherwise normal office building. I think it may have been 20th Century Fox, just office. Right. Batman and Robin's forced down in the Batcopter on the other side of the city and must get to the United World. So what's their choice? Let's see. Casey, what would you choose? So you're Batman. You have a variety of vehicles. So far in this show, we've seen the Batmobile. We've seen the Batcopter. We've seen the Batboat. The bat cycle. The bat cycle has appeared. Boy, how would you get across town? What do you think? Well, I enjoy that uh, Robin's like, let's hail a cab. And Batman's response is, no, Robin, not at this time of day. Luckily, we're in tip-top condition. It'll be faster if we run. What? <laughs> You're fucking Batman. <laughs> a, a, a taxi's going to stop for you. Right, right. The listeners at home have, I'm sure, seen this gif of... It's weird to say, but it's a famous gif. It is, it is. 100% a famous gif of them running behind a, <laughs> they, a, a projection of a cityscape. They're not on like a treadmill, so they must be like running in place. Running. Oh, they're, they're running 100% running in place. It's the, it is the weirdest. Place. In a movie full of weird things, it's a really weird shot. <laughs> now, did you want when they get there and the World Council's all gone or whatever the hell they're called? Security not the, the, the Security Council. The Security Council. The World Organization. Yeah. Did you want when they go in there and Batman's like, oh, no, they're all gone. Did you want Robin to be like, sure, taking that cab? Oh. <laughs> would that have not just that been the been best? Awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Because he's so big the rest of the movie. Like, holy darn. If he'd just been like, sure, taking that cab. So 
the villains now, knowing that Bruce Wayne is a millionaire playboy, the villains kick it up a notch. They ask for a billion dollar ransom. Is this where the joke in Austin Powers comes from? You know, that was my first thought is... Because there's not an original joke in that movie, so... Right. Well, it's, it's parody, so uh-huh. yeah. Um, that, that actually, I thought of that. I, I did. It feels like it's it, that's what it's from. All right, Batman. They catch up. Let's. They catch. Shockingly, they have a shoulder-fired bat torpedo. Uh, that is Robin, it a torpedo or is it like a displacement thing? Because it never shoots out a torpedo. It... Didn't it? <laughs> does, I don't fucking it know at this again, point. Again, if you recall my comment about being able to just write whatever the fuck they wanted, that's, that's clearly what that's what's happening. So. The sub is forced up. The villains are on the sub. The sub is forced up. We have a fight on the top of the deck. Oh, that fight. Uh, we, let's let's take a moment and talk about that fight. That, again, it is possibly Burt Ward, definitely Adam West for most of that fight. But Cesar Romero, Frank Gorshin, and Burgess Meredith are like, fuck you. I'm not doing this fight. But you know who shows up for that? The woman you've been trashing this whole podcast. Ms. What Mary does she Weather. do? She throws a cat she, at Batman. She throws a cat. like, And that's a real cat. It's a real cat. It's totally real cat and that real cat deserved a stunt credit because that cat is in the whole fight adam west is holding that cat so so catwoman throws this cat which is clearly a live cat at batman right now i don't we don't see him catch it so i think she i think she shows it we cut to he's got the cat and now he's fighting and he's punching but he's holding this cat like in one arm i'm like how is this cat not clawing the shit out of him how drugged was that cat i that's the only thing i can think of at the point that the cat is not reacting in the middle of this fight, I'm like, maybe it's a stuffed animal. But no, you see the continuous shot, and he throws the cat into the raft, yeah. and the cat moves. I'm like, oh, my God, that was a real cat. <laughs> that cat was oh, so that, high. That cat was like, well, I don't know where I am. You do, you know, maybe that's a good theory. Maybe it's because it's Batman fighting. On the sub, we get, <gasps> right. the, we get, we get the, the graphics. Pam, pow. Yeah. But not only that, when they all fall in the water, <laughs> it's like, curse splash, plop. They took it a little too far yeah, with that, sure. especially since Catwoman uh-huh. sneaks up behind Batman and just kicks him, falls oh, in the water. I'm just dirty like, pool. Well, dirty that's, pool. That's, so then she goes down the sub, and how is Catwoman defeating this movie? Fucking Superman 2 style. Oh, it's so She bad. trips over some carpeting. And it's like, oh, it fell down. So and I'm, her mask falls off. I'm actually with that's you how this stuff one. works. That acting was so bad. That was That was just so bad. It was like the practice fall. And, huh. and she, you know, the cameras just happened to be rolling. And she was like, that's the one, right? And no one, was the director afraid of Lee Merriweather? She was like, I yes. Miss Mer- yep. Merriweather, that's it. We got that's, it. Uh, one take oh, Lee. God, don't yell one at take Batman, Lee. Please. That's right. And then Batman realizes he's been duped. Again, not the world's greatest detective. Uh, but I will say, very well done acting wise by Mr. West. That look of. Oh no! Again, I feel like I have a, I have more respect for Adam West. Yeah, having watched that movie. And then Robin's like, "Are you all right, Batman?" Uh, and he's like, "Say no more, Robin. It could be compromising." Of course. So they see the vials of all of the members uh, of the Security Council, members of the of, United World Organization, and it's almost going to fall off the table. And Batman catches it, and he's like, "I hope the entire world tottering on the brink." Holy, almost. And then in walks the fucking English Commodore. Yeah, the Commodore. And he he trips, knocks Batman over. It spills. And then for some reason he sneezes because when I fall over, I automatically sneeze. Just just goes everywhere. But Batman, his one superpower, (laughs) he never gives up. 
<laughs> Arguably, this is the closest that he comes to being the world's greatest detective. He figures out with surgical gloves, <laughs> over scrubs, gloves. and a mask, he he and Robin, particle by particle, re-divide the diplomats. Now, interesting point. Robin asked the question, while they're putting these folks back together, yeah. should they improve on them? And Batman, he's got a little monologue. It's not for mortals like us to tamper with the laws of nature. Indeed, in this very Batcave, you saw a ghastly example of what happens when one tries to do that. It's very much a, a finger wagging. Mankind should not act beyond its restraints, right? Like the idea that unfettered science or you know, will have unintended consequences. Right. It's a rare moment of depth in what is otherwise this very campy piece sure. of material. So they, they figure out how to separate them all. They bring them back for some reason to their seats at the Security Council. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, broom closet. Right. <laughs> now they're not using hard water this time. They figured they, light water. Be, what let, did it say? Light, light water, soft water, light water, soft, light water, soft. Yeah. The weirdest. Yeah. And they, and it is easily a minute long water okay. pouring scene. So long. Like they're trying to wrap this son of a bitch up and they're just like, let's take a minute to show the water pouring out on sure. these things. And they rehydrate. 100% arguing. It's not Literally, like, whoa, in, that's in, some crazy shit we just went mid through. Yeah. fist shaking. Like they immediately resumed the, the positions they were in. But what's the twist? The twist is they're Ooh. all speaking. They've swapped languages. What a twist. They've, their brains have been swapped enough that the Frenchman is speaking English and he's uh, he's sharing the sentiments that the British security member was shouting before they were dehydrated. So we get this odd bit of social consciousness from Batman yeah. that that suggests that the mixing of the minds of these diplomats, that this may be this hidden blessing from all of this. And the movie closes. Well, now, yeah, and, that, and that's the end of the movie. Now, with that twist, I had to look it up, but this movie was not written by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Okay, so that's the movie in Fuck. a don't even, don't say nutshell. That's in a batshit covered nutshell. It's a crazy movie. This may be the craziest movie we watch. I hope to God this is the craziest movie we watch. Right. Either that or I'm drinking while we're watching it. No, oh, well, yeah. That's, that, okay, that's so either one of those. Let's go through these now that we've made these points that we want. Mm -hmm. Who was your MVP? I don't want to steal because I know what I know what you. We picked. can have double. Go right I know, ahead. I know. You know what? Are you going to go with Lee Merriweather? No, I'm not. Oh, you no. I, I'm going to go with, and there might be bits of nostalgia creeping in. I'm going to go with Burgess Meredith. He's great. My MVP, I think they are tied. Yep. I would go with Frank Orshin is my MVP. So I'm going to tie okay. him with Burgess Meredith, though. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. Yep. Favorite character? Favorite character. Uh, you know, oddly, so campy, but. Maybe imprinting on me on me so young, the Joker. I love this Joker. I love <laughs> this Joker. Very good, right? Mustache and all. A mustache and all. It, 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 I, what I like about this Joker is that he's definitely goofy, but there's some serious moments that he has, like when he's like, "Hey, Riddler, don't don't fuck this up for the rest of us." Yeah, yeah. He's like, I was like, "Oh, that's a serious, gonna kill somebody, Joker." So yeah, I'll I, I'll definitely. Uh, second that, but my oh. favorite character in a character we did not discuss, the naval admiral. Oh. After they after they go through the whole buoy thing and they dis they destroy the torpedoes and Batman's scene. like, clearly they must have gotten some sort of surplus submarine. Let me call 
the fucking naval the, admiral. The conclusions that he leaps from haphazardly, I feel, <laughs> was irresponsible detective work. I feel like he jumped at these assumptions with no well this one isn't though because he calls an admiral and the admiral's playing (laughs) what the fuck game was cribbage i didn't know he's playing a game with a female subordinate there's no implication there other than they're sitting in his office it's very weird i'm gonna go on record and say whoever loses that game it's oral sex time oh you're (laughs) wow you went right for it okay 100 percent. is that not how it works I was never in the Navy. That's, Neither were you. Neither but, was I. Yeah. Um, for for this reason, was that, that did you find this out? Were I, you almost a naval officer? Like, hey, look, there's this listen, game that you have to play. And if you lose, if you lose just it's sucky, sucky well, time. Just don't lose. The <laughs> just important thing to remember is just don't lose. But this nation, so he calls up this guy, and he's like. A routine question. Have you recently sold any war surplus submarines, and if so, to whom? He's like, well, just a moment. I'll have to look that up. And he pulls out a fucking Rolodex. He's like, answer affirmative, Batman. We disposed of a war surplus submarine last Friday. A pre-atomic model. Oh, and we sold it to a P.N. Gwyn. Penguin. Did you get an address for him? No, we just got a P.O. box. And then there's another social commentary. He says, disposing of pre-atomic submarines to persons who don't even leave their full addresses. Good day. And I thought that that was really like, hey, fuck you, government, for just selling stuff to whoever i do think that's an interesting point though but again one of the points when the villains are on the sub there's a reference to bikini atoll this movie's about 10 years after you know that era of nuclear oh, robin testing. says holy bikini Re- it's a nuclear sub or it, something exactly something, yeah. so you know it's a joke but at the same time you know there's those odd moments where is the movie trying to make a commentary on what's happening in 1966 height of the cold war Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? So yeah. we might be giving this movie way more credit than it deserves, but it, it's a possible, I guess, right? So, who, what was your best scene? Without a doubt, it's the Batman can't get rid of the bomb scene. Because <laughs> if you're if you're going to do this movie, like that is this like slapstick moment. That's at, at that point again. I'm way past the fuck it mode, and <laughs> at that point, I'm just laughing. So when, when the ducks when the ducks show up, that's it for me. The decoy ducks, the mind decoy you, ducks. they are clearly not actual ducks <laughs> being towed across. Yeah, mine is goes along with the naval admiral. I'm gonna say that naval scene because so really? Batman calls that guy and he answers the phone and he's like, "Hello, Batman, ahoy!" Like it's Tim th- right. from a floor below. Not like he should have like been like, "Holy shit, fucking Batman is on my phone." I feel like he might be the easiest prank call target ever. He does. He makes zero attempt to corroborate that he's talking to Batman. He well, just to be get, fair, he just he sold just, a sub to Penguin. I'm sorry. He sold it to Mr. P.N. Gwynn. Gwyn. P.N. Gwynn. Okay. After having the most fun. This one we go with Frank Gorshin. Ooh, interesting, because I went with Burgess Meredith. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. I can see, I can see that. I can see that, like that scene where Burgess Meredith, when he is being drugged and woken back up, his little quips that he has are so funny. They're great. You know what I really like about Frank Gorshin? It's not the moments where he's speaking; it's the moments where he is reacting in the background oh, to the yeah. other villains, and he consistently through the whole movie nails like <laughs> he's. Every moment that he's there, he's in it, and I just love that. That was fun to yeah. watch. Okay, what is your one scene you'd want to cut? Because mine is, I'm going to say it again, that fucking disgustingly awkward kiss. Yeah, you, I got to go with that. It, just because it, it actually 
so they really want to establish that Bruce is tricked, right? And mm-hmm. and all that does, it's just so uncomfortable with no chemistry. It just undermines that idea. So I, I, it almost well, makes you feel like he knows that it's Catwoman, except he clearly doesn't. He clearly doesn't. So, so it's just a bad kiss. It's just a bad. It's a yeah, so bad. So last question. Rotten Tomatoes put this movie at an 80%. Well, it's going to go with a B. Where do you put this movie? So I'm giving credit for showing their work. Mm -hmm. They're showing their work in the opening (laughs) when they use the word absurd. So I'm going to give this movie an A. For what? Wow. For it went in to be absurd. Uh And I defy you to point to a moment where it's not. Okay, and and, it, and and I don't ever think that any moment in that movie where it's being absurd that it was accidental. I'm gonna go with an A also. Holy what? shit, we agreed. Yeah, I was like, I, what? I honestly thought you were gonna be like, this movie is a D minus. Well, again, you cannot watch like the Christian Bale, the Nolan Batman trilogy, and then be like, oh, I want to consume some more Batman content. Oh, I'll go watch Batman <laughs> the movie '66. Oh no, do not do that. Do not do, do, not, do that. not do that. But knowing what that was, and knowing that that movie, like the TV show, was intentionally campy, oh, intentionally so absurd. Campy. Well, they did it. They they did yeah, it. Yeah, it is camp. Yeah, the, the between the ridiculous plot the absurd uh conclusions they jump to the <laughs> chief o'hara chief o'hara oh, <laughs> just the we could do a podcast just on chief o'hara you, there's i feel <laughs> like I, I, i'll be very curious to see how long do we go before we watch another movie if we do even watch another movie that fits in this category that is that same type of intentionally and deliberately absurd it's a good point never 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 is going to be this silly i'm hoping the answer is never there's going to be bad silly there's going to be bad movies that we watch i don't make this a bad movie obviously we just both gave it an a i think this is a good movie that does what it set out to do as long as a movie tells me what it wants to do in the beginning this movie 100 percent did absolutely literally the writing is on the wall (laughs) Yes, Literally. it 100% is. And it does that, it's going to get a pass by me. It may not get an A, some of the movies later sure. that set out, but this movie did it so well. Yeah, I, you know, I really wanted I wanted to trash this movie mm-hmm. because it is so oh, it's it's absurd. ridiculous. But again, when they tell you, here's what we're going to do, mm-hmm. and they do it, how do you not recognize how that? How do you not? Just love this movie. But you must recognize it in that context, right? Absolutely. They knew what they were going for, and I think they nailed it. So I think wow. they did. So, That's crazy. Yeah, one in the bag, man. We got the first one done. So now we've gotten Batman the movie all taken care of. Yep. First theatrical it. release for we your favorite character. put it in the utility belt. And What's now, next for us? Well, next we're going to watch the first, not theatrical, first modern depiction of Captain America, a TV movie, oh Captain America, 1979. So why don't we go ahead and listen to the trailer for this movie? Okay. Your father developed and perfected the ultimate steroid. He called it Flag, full latent ability game. He injected himself with the serum, and it worked. A top-secret serum gave Steve Rogers superpowers. Now he can use them to save a city from a madman with a bomb. Finished. If he accepts the challenge. Be Captain America, Steve. 
starring Len Berman, Heather Menzies, Steve Forrest, and Reb Brown as the star-spangled superhero Captain America. That, uh, yeah, that looks like it's going to be... It's going to be something. (laughs) It's going to be people in front of a camera saying words. Let's not tip our hands. Maybe Um, we'll like the movies. I highly doubt that. (laughs) So we've watched the trailer. We have. Oh, Oh, Uh, we have. (laughs) Where can people find this movie if they want to watch it before listening to our next podcast? Casey, that's a great question. Thank you. It can be found on YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, all for $2.99. We should point out, sadly, only available in standard definition. Sad. So sad. So sad. All right. So (laughs) what is the Rotten Tomato score for, uh, (laughs) for Captain America TV movie? 1979. 1979. Audience score is 10%. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. This, we're going to be drinking during this one. Oh, we're going to have gonna, to. We're going to break out the drinks. To. I'm already dreading this. <laughs> Again, if you don't want to do that, we will uh, do our best to review <laughs> review this movie as best as can. Todd, I'm sorry that I made this one of our choices. This feels appropriate. Okay. So with that in mind, that will do it for the Superpod HeroCast. Episode um, one. Episode one. Todd, where can people find you on social media? On social if media. If you wish to be found. I am at TMP in SYR.com. Twitter at TMP in SYR. And what about you, Casey? Where are you found? I am found on Instagram at not period Ryan Casey and on Twitter at not Ryan Casey. If anyone who is listening grew up with me, you'll understand that joke. Our Gmail is superpodherocast at gmail.com. Todd, you're going to be running a half marathon? Oh, yes. I am running my first ever half marathon, the Air Force Navy half marathon in Washington, D.C. And are you running that with anybody? I am running that with my oldest son, who's starting his second year of college and has joined the Air Force ROTC detachment at American University. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty exciting. It's not very often that your 19-year-old son asks you if you want to do something, but (laughs) when he does, you say yes. Yes, absolutely. If anyone is running that marathon and has listened to the first episode, please come up and say hi to Todd. Please. Especially uh, when he's running and sweaty and gross. Well, you, you'll uh, you'll recognize me. I'll be wearing my Captain America shield shirt. So Listen, I'm sure there's going to be a couple people. <laughs> but if you go to our Twitter and Instagrams, you'll see pictures of us. Sure. Todd's the one with the beard. That, it, I'm the one with the gray beard, you bastard. (laughs) So for Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. And for Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And this has been the Super Pod Pod Hero Hero Cast. Be heroic. You son of a bitch. It's the Batman one. I'm going to do it. Barracuda. Oh wait, we can't. Are we? Yeah, I think we can't afford that. Oh, we can't. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. It, the movie's an hour and forty-seven minutes. I don't know if we mentioned how long that are we? How long are we recording? An hour and six minutes. There would still be <laughs> no, forty-one. Stop. Yes, there would still be forty-one minutes of movie left. All right, let's start moving this sucker along. Right. One more riddle that has something to do with Brack. With Brack, we need one more widow. One more widow. <laughs> We are totally, uh, oh no, we're, oh, we're well, going, I'll have to we make sure I edit that all out because I don't want to give away the fact.
that I love this movie. Oh, God, no. I want to help babies with this movie. <laughs> you are straight up fucking this movie. Oh, I will. I no. will make sweet, sweet, sweet love to sweet, this Sweet, sweet bat love to Ooh, this movie. Make sure I wear my bat condom. Mm. Mm. All right. So. Okay, so. Octopi? So, uh, my Ooh. Christian would, would explain to you why that's not correct. Uh, but I've the heard, religion? I've heard, I've, no, no. I've, are we dropping? Are we dropping no, no, kid's no, name on this? Son, oh, oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, he's an adult. He's a man. Let me try it again. I How did. much is it on? Uh, let's go with. Uh, did you say Amazon? Nope, did not. <laughs> did not at oh. all. So Batman, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee. So this dumb pirate's like, "Hello, Catwoman." I heard Yoda and Kermit in the same voice. You're Frank Oz. I saw. I heard Frank Oz in there. Oh, rest in peace. Is he dead? No, I just okay. want to fuck with you. Okay, okay so you. so that's inter- that's an interesting story. I am a brown coat, a, mm. a as as you are as well. Oh yes, right. So the brilliant show Firefly. Hashtag um, Team Jane. <laughs> oh, the hero of Canton. Right. After the after Fox makes a ridiculous decision to cancel the series, they destroy the sets. A fucking stupid decision. Right. Let's. Uh, given and uh when they come back to make serenity a few years later a number of boxes in the hold of serenity are stamped do not destroy mm-hmm. as a little nod back to the studio hey don't you try not these. Go anywhere sadly they sadly yeah. um that's all going out